This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. We will respond when we choose, where we choose, and how we choose. You're entitled to $2,000 per child. There are some women who have two, three, four abortions. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Welcome to our 5 o'clock broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. A warning, reassurance, and an apology from the defense secretary. Lloyd Austin says the plan is in place to hit back at the militants who killed three and injured more than three dozen American military in Jordan. We will take all necessary actions to defend the United States, our interests, and our people. And we will respond when we choose where we choose, and how we choose. The defense secretary today said that the Biden administration still does not want a full-scale war with Iran. Austin, in his first public appearance since returning to work after a second hospitalization, also took responsibility for keeping his absence from the Pentagon private. I did not handle this right. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have also told my team and the American public. Reports say a man described as a pro Hamas suicide bomber has stormed a U.S.-owned factory in Turkey and has taken seven hostages. Local reports from there say the man stormed the factory owned by Procter & Gamble located near Istanbul. Pictures appear to show the man wearing a vest and holding a gun. That factory employs 500 people. It's not yet known how many of those are Americans. The company says it is working with authorities on the incident. The annual National Prayer Breakfast happened today in Washington. President Biden says the U.S. is praying actively and working for peace for the people of Israel and Gaza. For all those who are living in dire circumstances, innocent men, women, and children held hostage or under bombardment or displaced, not knowing where the next meal will come from. The prayer breakfast started with President Eisenhower in the 1950s. The event used to have thousands of attendees, but moved to the Capitol Hill complex and had about 300 there this morning. Bipartisan support for an increase in the child tax credit for millions of Americans. Personal finance reporter Jill Schlesinger. Right now, you're entitled to $2,000 per child. We have never indexed that for inflation. So what the proposal would be is, hey, we're going to raise the amount by the inflation rate every year. The expanded child tax credit was a key part of the $78 billion legislation that's been approved by the House. It now heads across to the other side of Capitol Hill. The path there is unclear. Some Democratic senators oppose tax breaks for businesses that are included in the House version. The presidential campaign moved to Michigan today, a destination for President Biden and Donald Trump. The current president is expected to run into some electoral headwinds in Michigan. Mr. Biden also faces strong criticism and growing opposition from Michigan's sizable Arab American and Muslim American communities for becoming increasingly opposed to his continued support for the Israeli government and its war with Hamas. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe. 
Chronic absenteeism at elementary, middle school, and high schools is a national epidemic. Details from Stacey Lynn. The pandemic caused immense setbacks for kids academically, but now chronic absenteeism is compounding the problem. We won't hit pre-pandemic rates until 2030. Nat Malkus with the American Enterprise Institute tells us rates surged from 15% in 2018 to 28% in 2022. While things did improve last year, they still remained 75% higher. The streaming of home entertainment movies and shows are seeing an expanding trend. Now Hulu is starting to ban password sharing. The Disney-owned streaming service notified customers that it will ban people from sharing accounts outside of an individual household starting in March. Netflix started doing the same thing last year. There were fears they would lose customers, but Netflix found they actually added customers overall. The state of New York may still want to ban natural gas appliances, but a parallel move by the federal government will not happen. The Energy Department has revised rules which would shut off 50% of new gas stoves in the nation. The new revised rules will only affect 3% of the market. A manufacturer's organization says consumers should have the flexibility they need to choose either gas or electric ranges for their homes. Older Americans whose prescriptions are paid through Medicare could see prices on 10 major medicines drop soon. The first step began today. A provision in the Inflation Reduction Act authorized Medicare to negotiate with pharmaceutical companies on the price of drugs used by seniors to treat blood clots, arthritis, diabetes, and heart disease. That process gets underway today as the government makes its initial offers to manufacturers. Jared Halpern of Fox News. Still to come for you on the 5 o'clock report, parental rights versus a child's gender preference a dead heat in Pennsylvania, and how long will the second half of winter actually be? Here's the forecast heading into Friday and the weekend from Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. It will be cloudy tonight and for tomorrow. There'll be a few sprinkles, a bit of drizzle this evening, a bit of snow and flurries late tonight into tomorrow to give a dusting to an inch, a couple inches perhaps, across the Poconos. Temperatures tonight drop toward 30, holding the 30s tomorrow. Saturday, cloud cover breaking, becoming partly sunny, with high temperatures in the 30s to near 40. And that serenity, that sun will carry us into next week. Thank you, Kevin. Now for more of what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania, the race for president is tightening in the Commonwealth. A brand new Franklin and Marshall College poll shows President Biden is leading Donald Trump in the state by just one point, 43 to 42. This new poll says when the field is expanded to include third party candidates, the Biden lead increases. That same poll shows that Governor Josh Shapiro has his highest approval rating among its four most recent predecessors just over a year into his first term. The Franklin and Marshall poll says 48% of voters believe Shapiro is doing an excellent or good job as governor. A central New York couple is suing their local school district, claiming school staff socially transitioned their 12-year-old daughter without their knowledge or consent. 
Details from Jeremy Miller. The Skinny Atlas Central School District and Board of Education are accused of violating the family's constitutional rights. The lawsuit claims the district repeatedly assured the mother that her child was fine, but she suffered ongoing bullying and met with a school counselor regularly. The complaint says the district started treating the girl as a boy, with a boy's name and they-them pronouns, while a school psychologist told staff to keep the actions secret. The deception allegedly continued even after the parents were told and they demanded it stop, so the child was withdrawn from the district. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. A capacity crowd is on its way to Punxsutawney High School for the annual Groundhog Bank. Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. The evening before the Groundhog of the Year's famous winter weather forecast, the Punxsutawney community gathers to select their Woman of the Year and Man of the Year. The doors for the banquet open at 5.30, but tickets are sold out already. Meanwhile, a much larger crowd will gather in the wee hours of tomorrow morning. Excuse me, where's everybody going? To Gobbler's Knob. It's Groundhog Day. It's still just once a year, isn't it? Folklore has it that Punxsutawney Phil has been prognosticating southern Pennsylvania weather since 1887. That was the first official celebration by the humans who formed the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. It could change the game for emergency response. Hamburg, New York is testing out a new 911 software that first responders can see video of what's happening when a call is coming in. I think I need some help. I just saw a vehicle come into this parking lot here. Three people ran out of it. We have officers on the way, okay? The software is called Prepared to Live. Sean Crotty is the emergency manager of Hamburg. He said first responders only used to be able to hear the calls. That'll allow us to interact with them via text message as well as sending multimedia. So it could either be video or it could be um, still shots, pictures from their gallery, from their phone. Todd Arrett is in charge of those responding officers. Anytime we can embrace technology to make our jobs more uh, efficient and provide a better service to our citizens, then we should probably look at that. Anyone who calls 911 will have the option of sending cell phone video to the dispatch center. Today's Faith Under Fire feature brings you more interpretation of the state Supreme Court ruling, which could open more funding for abortions in Pennsylvania from Medicaid coffers. Here's more of my conversation with Maria Gallagher of PA Pro-Life. The challenge was to a long-standing Pennsylvania policy which ensured that abortions would only be paid for with taxpayer dollars in rare instances. But the abortion industry wants to see full-scale taxpayer funding of abortion for any reason or for no reason at all. And this would include paying for repeat abortions. And we know, sadly, that there are some women who have two, three, four, maybe even five abortions. And this would say that taxpayers would be footing the bill for those abortions. Now, way back when, in the 1980s, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that there was no constitutional right to taxpayer funding of abortion in what was called the Fisher case. But with today's ruling, the high court threw out the Fisher case. But it was a very narrow ruling. It was a three to two ruling. And there were a number of dissents to that ruling. One justice said categorically that this case was not about abortion. It was about using taxpayer funds for abortion and that the court got it right in the Fisher case and the court got it wrong today. 
We are talking with Maria Gallagher, who is legislative director for PA Pro-Life Federation. Where will this new case be heard or reheard at the direction of the majority in the Supreme Court? The new case will be heard at the Commonwealth Court, uh, which is not so much an activist court as is the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. So we are hopeful that the Commonwealth Court will rule favorably for taxpayers and for pregnant women and for their children. That full conversation with Maria Gallagher is available for you on our news podcast page at familylife.org. Time now for your stock market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. A rebound day today as the Dow Industrials 369 points higher. NASDAQ was up 197. The S&P gained 61 points. Faithward Advisors, a Christian financial planning firm, helping faithful stewards do more. Details are available at faithwordadvisors.com. In Matthew 6, 21, Jesus tells us where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. That verse troubles many believers, especially on the question of tithing. They ask, are we still under the law to tithe? Or can I give my tithe to a different church or ministry? In Acts 2 and 4, we see believers giving their money to their church officers, not to outside projects. That's a good biblical model, I think. Our first fruit should go to our local church. After that, it's perfectly okay and commendable to give sacrificially to other ministries. Giving is a form of worship, and we should always do it with joy and deep gratitude for God's provision. That was God's intent. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free FaithFi app. You'll find it on our website at faithfi.com. Upcoming on the 5 o'clock report, before you sell old furniture, make sure that you check that it's cleared out first. That's on the way from Family Life, after the weather where you live. Cloud cover and low spotty precipitation will occur as a cold front crosses the area. Behind the front, high pressure builds in for a tranquil, somewhat sunny weekend. It will be cloudy tonight and for tomorrow. There'll be a few sprinkles, a bit of drizzle this evening, a bit of snow and flurries late tonight into tomorrow. We'll give a dusting to an inch, a couple inches perhaps across the Poconos. Temperatures tonight drop toward 30, hold in the 30s tomorrow. Saturday, cloud cover breaking, becoming partly sunny, with high temperatures in the 30s to near 40. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at five, it's a challenge to clear out the home of a deceased loved one, but one British family discovered a big surprise in an uncle's old cabinet, which they took to an auction house. That story from Family Life's Brian Query. A specialist was photographing the cabinet for sale when a lemon was discovered in the back of a drawer. But this was no ordinary lemon. As you see, this lemon was 285 years old. The fruit was inscribed with the message given by Mr. P. Lou Francini, November 4th, 1739, to Miss E. Baxter. The auction house decided to attempt to sell the aged lemon, and officials were shocked when it fetched a high bid of $1,780. The cabinet, meanwhile, sold for $40. Brian Query, Family Life News. Thank you to Brian, and thanks to you for including us in your day. That's the world we live in this first day of February. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Thank you for listening to this Family Life News podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. 
Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.